Are you sitting in a space where you are struggling with anxiety? Do you feel like a prisoner to the cycles of depression? Do you feel stuck in your life and feel frustrated and lost, but yet you know there is so much more on the other side of this mental breakdown? I want to hold your hand through this therapeutic life healing journey. I will help you navigate emotional healing, spiritual growth, and taking action so you can align your mind, body, and spirit to completely transforming your life. You are worthy of the life of your dreams, of stepping into your power and experiencing your breakdown as your breakthrough. Hey, I'm Adit. I'm a therapist, a mindset coach, and I want to partner with you so we can heal your life together. Welcome back to Therapeutic Life Healing with me, Adit, your host. I'm so glad you're here today and investing in your healing and growth journey. Today's topic is why is self-love so important? Why does everyone keep talking about it? And what does it actually mean? And what purpose does it serve in our lives? Before we dive into today's episode, I just want to take a moment here to welcome any new listeners. Thank you for coming here. And maybe you were referred by a friend or it popped up in your search. Either way, thank you for being here. And I hope that you stay and browse around some other episodes and see what resonates for you on your healing journey. To my listeners who have been tuning in every week, thank you for spending your time here with me on the show and allowing me into your healing and growth journey. It means so much that you're allowing this time to really dig into yourself and allow me in to support you, guide you through this fun way of using technology to be in each other's life. If you haven't already, I ask that you please subscribe to the show and leave a review if you are using Apple Podcasts. It goes a long way to reach new listeners who might be in need of an episode like this one today or past episodes that might be supportive to them on their healing journey. So thank you for taking the time to do that. It means so much. Now let's dive into today's episode. So you've probably heard self-love so much that you're kind of over this word. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I am too. I'm kind of tired of hearing everyone talk about self-love, self-love. But when I really slow down and think about self-love, what does it mean? What is it actually accomplishing in my life? What kind of impact has it had? It's actually such a powerful, not only word, but an experience in your life and in your body, in your mind, in your spirit. So I challenge you to also slow down today in this episode to think about self-love and how it shows up in your life and what ways you can actually invest even further into deepening that love with yourself and appreciating and celebrating all the unique qualities about yourself. Kind of thinking about last week's episode when we talked about celebrating your wins and integrating them and that being so important. This is almost kind of the next step, the foundation uh, to continue to reach this place of inner peace that self-love really serves that and allows that into our lives. So I'm going to talk about the 13 reasons why self-love is important. Number one, it's important that you cultivate self-love because 
it really begins to motivate you to make healthier choices for yourself, for your body, for your mind, and noticing that you are worthy of being taken care of, that your hygiene is, you know, taken care of, that just regularly making healthier choices, decisions, you know, even simple things like sometimes making the bed, it goes a long way. It makes such a difference in your day, in your mood. And self-love really allows you this place of knowing that you are worthy of that. You're worthy of having uh, yourself taken care of and making healthy choices for your life, even entering into different relationships that are healthy, friendships, romantic partners, um, even thinking about work and what career choices you make. You just begin to make these healthy choices that you know you are really deserving of this. And it goes to the second point, which is you don't settle for less than you deserve. When you cultivate self-love, and it doesn't mean that you've reached this like aha 100% self-love and there's nothing more to learn because I think we're constantly evolving, learning, growing, healing and shifting given our life experiences and we are always experiencing new things. So it's constantly a work in progress. But I think you do at some point get to a place where you love yourself and, and really hold this worthiness at the top that you don't settle for things than less than you deserve. That might mean asking for a raise. That might mean asking to um, have different relationships in your life with different boundaries and really knowing that you are deserving of this kindness, this uh, celebration of yourself in the workplace, maybe recognition in your relationship at work, in your family, uh, with your kids, and so many different ways that you just will not settle for less than you deserve. And you recognize and realize that once self-love has been established. Thirdly, you become fully present for others with love for them rather than feeling this resentment that, oh, I'm always having to be the one to do this or that for the other person. You begin to pour from a place of fullness, a cup that is full. And you recognize that self-love really helps you to actually deepen your relationships with others, that it doesn't mean that self-love is being selfish. It actually is a thing that helps you to be much more present, much more aware and connected and loving in your relationships and fully present for the people that you love and even for the projects or situations that you're involved in, whether they're at work or in your community or at church or, or any space that you occupy. Number four, you begin to invest time into your healing and your growth. You really recognize that investing in your mental health, your well-being, um, you know, consuming books or podcasts and really beginning to take that initiative that you carve out time in your schedule that you prioritize your healing, your growth, knowing you're deserving of that and you need it. More and more people are reaching out to want to really begin to unpack and process, you know, things in their life. And especially after the last two years, so many people have been living in fear and they're ready to shed that fear and really step into this new chapter, this new season of their life. And they know they're worthy of it and they're ready for that healing. And that takes self-love to get to that place. Number five, you trust yourself and the process of life, whatever you know, situation you're in, you really recognize that you're going to get through it, that you trust yourself. You return to knowing that you got this, you, you got yourself, you got your back, you know, 
that you're going to be okay, even if it's not okay right now, that you know that in the end, the process is going to lead you somewhere where you might have a lesson learned uh, from it or a takeaway or an opportunity for deeper connection, whatever it is, you recognize that this process is just part of your process of life and healing and growth and you trust yourself to go through it even when it's not easy, even when it's not clear, you just know this inner knowing, this inner compass within you that just trusts yourself, your intuition, your gut instincts that you got this, you'll be okay. Even when you don't have the answer, it's okay. Number six, you stay true to your values and your boundaries. You really begin to understand that Your boundaries are meant to keep people in, not to keep people out. And so you really live by them and that you stay true to who you are, not the this, you know, kind of like assholey way where you just dismiss other people and their feelings and um, what matters to them. But you really recognize that sometimes sticking by your values, sticking by your boundaries, not everyone will understand. And that's not their job. It's okay for them not to understand. It's actually not their job to have to live the same way that you do. But it is important for them to respect it. And it's important for you to communicate it. And so you really stay true to your values. You carry them out. And when something feels off, something feels wrong, something feels unjust, you speak up and out about it. Number seven, you take breaks without feeling guilty. This could be at home. That might mean you go for a walk. You're like, ugh, I need a break. I need to just take a minute to woosah, release some stress, and go for a walk. And you don't feel guilty leaving the kids with someone else to watch them in the house. And um, you might, you know, even mean going into the next room for a minute to just woosah if you can't leave the kids and because no one else is at the house. Uh, that might mean even taking a break at work or taking a full lunch break that does not mean working at your desk. That You actually step away from it and you enjoy, you know, listening to the trees or phoning a friend and enjoying your lunch break the way that you need to and deserve to and taking that break fully without feeling guilty. Number eight, you forgive yourself for making mistakes. You realize that you're not perfect and that's okay. You don't punish yourself for making a mistake or quote unquote failing at something. You realize it's a lesson learned. It's a takeaway. It's something to move forward with and not beat yourself up about. You know, you might have a moment of like, oh shit, I can't believe I did that. Or you might have to, you know, own up to something and apologize for it and take responsibility, take accountability for it. And that doesn't mean that you then just punish yourself. I think that's the difference is when you have self-love, you realize uh, that People make mistakes, everyone does, and that you forgive yourself for them. You become a better person because of them, and that's okay. It's just all part of the process. Number nine, self-love really allows you to prioritize your goals, and that even includes, you know, not apologizing for your time. We oftentimes find ourselves saying, sorry, you know, I couldn't X, Y, Z, sorry. It's just an easy way for us to just diminish what is important to us and people please, frankly. And so we don't have to apologize for your time. It's your time. And if you're apologizing because, you know, you just generally couldn't make an event and, you know, you do feel sorry that you couldn't make it, that's that's different. But 
you realize that prioritizing your goals means you're going to disappoint other people. It means you're not going to show up to certain things. And that's okay. That prioritizing your goals becomes a value of yours and you communicate it with your loved ones. And that's part of the process when you instill boundaries in your life. You let people in and that's what boundaries is meant to do is to keep people in your life so they know about your goals. You know, the people that are in your circle that you trust that know you, you know, it's not meant to push them out. It's not, you know, really meaning to not care about their goals, but you don't forget about yourself. You don't forget that you have goals, you have dreams, you have things you need to accomplish and want to accomplish and experience, and that you can take the time off and not explain it to anybody to prioritize whatever it is that's on your list. Number 10, Talking to and about yourself with love. This is an important one. You know, when you think about self-love, oftentimes there's this critical voice in our head and oftentimes it's really mean and says all these awful things about ourselves. And you recognize that when you deepen that self-love, this voice becomes gentle, it becomes soft, it becomes kind, and it becomes also motivating when you need a good pep talk, when you're like, no, I need to get up, I need to get this done because I deserve whatever this uh, experience is and it's important to me to prioritize my goals. You just have this loving yet fiery way you talk to and about yourself with love, even with others, you uh, receive the compliment. You don't just push it away or ignore it or avoid it or, um, you know, kind of just just feel embarrassed about it. You just recognize it. You say, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that so much. And you genuinely mean it. Uh, Number 11, not abandoning yourself to please others. This is a common one so many people experience. I know that I definitely have and I still sometimes struggle with that and abandoning myself to please others because it's just as a comfortable place that I've lived my whole life mostly in. And so uh, it's important to recognize that, you know, when you do it and why you do it so you can return back to this self-love and remembering that community love and self-love can coexist, that you need both, that you can't really have one or the other. You need both of them to really live this full and rich life. You need your community, you need your people, and you also need to take care of yourself. So it can't be um, one or the other. It has to have this balance. So don't abandon yourself to please others. And when you do, don't punish yourself. Remember going back to forgiving yourself for making a mistake and going back to kind of processing why that might be. Why did you abandon yourself? Did it make sense to for that reason? Um, for, you know, f- uh, sometimes your friend or family is going through something so big that you might need to put your things aside and be there for them. And that might not mean you're abandoning yourself. That just means you're showing up fully present for the others with love for them kind of going back to again self-love just encompasses so many things it's not just about loving yourself and that's it 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 really becomes this whole experience in your life that's so different in the way that you talk about yourself think about your life your relationships so let's go into number 12 it also includes listening to your body self-love allows you this time to slow down Uh, It reminds you that you are worthy to just take some deep breaths and listen to your body. It might mean uh, taking a rest day from working out. It might mean uh, taking a nap in the afternoon when you need it. Uh, 
It might mean going to bed early because you're tired and you want to get some good sleep in. Whatever it is, your body is speaking to you. It holds wisdom. It also might mean when you're in company that doesn't feel good to you that you might get goosebumps. You might get a knot in your stomach. You might just feel off and then you listen to it and it recognize that that might not be a circle or a uh, group that you want to be around or in or a conversation doesn't feel good to you. Your body will let you know and you pay attention to it. Kind of remembering going back to trusting yourself and listening to your body that it's telling you something is is off, is wrong. And you listen to it without second guessing it and you give it what it needs. Um, It might mean stretching, moving. It might mean sweating, uh, exercising. Sometimes when we're just, um, you know, especially for those working at home, um, we're we're just oftentimes not listening to our body when it needs to get up and stretch from the desk, from the laptop. Um, Or if you're in the office all the time, you um, don't take that break and listening to your body when it needs movement, when it needs stretching, when it needs sunlight. Uh, when it needs just water, you know, there's so many things your body's constantly speaking to you, telling you what foods work, what foods don't work for you, um, and beginning to build that relationship. Self-love helps you do that. And lastly, 13, why is self-love so important? Because it helps you practice self-care regularly. So it doesn't become this one-off thing that you do sometimes, but it's something you do often. You do regularly. It's just part of your lifestyle to take care of yourself. And then that helps you to be fully present for all the other things in your life and relationships. So this is why self-love is so important for these 13 reasons um, and for so many more, but these are the ones that I feel really connected to and I see show up for the people and the clients in my life, um, you know, who are practicing self-love on a regular basis. And when we break it down, this is what that means, you know, why it's important and how does it look when you're practicing self-love. It's these things. You see them more often than not in your life. Doesn't mean you don't have bad days. Doesn't mean you have negative thoughts sometimes about yourself. Doesn't mean you don't punish yourself for a mistake. It just means that you often, more times than not, are returning to these foundational, um, you know, um, things that experiences in your body, in your life, um, in your mindset that really help you stay grounded in self-love. And that helps you show up for your community, for your people in your life, for your work, for yourself, for your goals, for your dreams. Um, so with that, I hope that you continue to deepen that relationship with yourself and uh, really embrace your self-love journey. If you need support, I am here for you. Reach out, send me an email. We can book a complimentary 15-minute consultation wherever you are in the world. I offer life coaching services. So feel free to email me at hello at aditsi.com. That's also in the show notes and we can book that consultation, see if we're a great match uh, to work together. And if not, that's okay. I will send you referrals and resources that might be a better fit and match for you. Um, Also, I offer programs online where you can self-pace at home um, if you're interested. Again, all of that is in the show notes. Also included on my website, you can subscribe to my emails that will send you all that information. So hop on over to the show notes, click away friend to just deepen your self-love journey. And I can 
happily support you um, if it makes sense to. With that, I'll meet you here next week. Take good care of yourself. Take good care of each other. Send this episode to a friend, someone that would really uh, benefit from hearing these messages and let them know why you're thinking of them for this episode, for them to hear it and tune into it. Send them a heart emoji. Let them know you're thinking of them. And let's all continue to elevate each other, encourage each other on our self-love journey. Thank you so much for listening to the Therapeutic Life Healing Podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please take a moment right now and think of one friend you can share your biggest aha moment from this episode. And if you haven't already, please leave me a review. I read each and every single one of them. I know you're someone who values helping others. And by taking these actions, you help me help more people. And as a thank you, I would love to send you my free squirrel quiz to help you discover your unique life balance and boundaries. You can access this free quiz by going to aditsi.com and signing up. I hope you find the moments of peace throughout your week you so deserve. Be well, friend, and see you next Friday.